Hey y'all, it's Denny and welcome to episode 3 of the Soul Wavy Podcast. So y'all, we got a lot to get into today y'all. Let me tell y'all, it has been a very, very long week and it's so much I want to talk about on this episode. So get ready, but before we get started, if you are watching me on YouTube, hello, make sure you guys um like, comment, subscribe, and make sure you know, post turn your post notifications on so you can know every time the podcast is up and every time any of my other videos on the channel is up if you are one of my podcast listeners um then make sure you also you know subscribe follow the podcast um give us a review all that good stuff y'all know the deal all right so like i said y'all i'm gonna get started on our very very long list of things that we're gonna talk about today and shout out to everyone that interacted with me on the last podcast on my youtube channel i posted a couple youtube shorts and y'all was giving me some feedback i like that all right y'all so to start our show off a little on the well all of this stuff is humorous to me i ain't doing nothing too too serious but on a light fun side have y'all seen orlando brown's interview that he did i forgot who he did the interview with but it's been going viral over the last couple of days and basically he's just y'all know how orlando brown get when he be doing interviews if you don't know who orlando brown is he is eddie from that's so raven he was also in like major pain and he he's basically a child actor he did a lot of stuff been in a lot of great stuff great great actor actually but y'all know since you know since really that's so raven he kind of like has gone through a lot of different stuff mental health and you know all that good stuff so yeah so they he does these interviews um with different people and they just be asking him a bunch of questions and his recent one he did is hilarious let me see y'all so they was asking him about raven or something and he said that raven was blue face and then he was like um what else did he say he said raven was blue face he was talking about will and jada i think he talked about cat Williams. i didn't see the whole whole interview but i saw clips of it and what got me he went on like this rant he was like why are we paying for grapes why are we paying for waters um for water why are we paying for bananas this is what the lord wanted for us to have like why are we paying for this he said y'all gonna get in trouble it was y'all y'all have to look at it and see y'all know if you like if you know him or are familiar with his like rants and stuff then you know how he gets and he's always a viral moment so of course this interview went viral again um so yeah i thought that was hilarious if y'all haven't seen it go look on tiktok and just type in his name and the most recent interview should pop up for y'all so y'all can check it out because i was like oh my gosh and they just keep interviewing him keep interviewing him but people people be like that his stuff is like the truth mixed in with like fiction like just stuff that he just makes up and like all this stuff i don't know y'all but it is a kiki as long as he's healthy y'all and like is in the right mind frame most of the time i'm okay but he they like people just like to hear his takes on things um so yeah he went viral again um and i just was like laughing at the clips y'all um because they were just asking him all sorts of questions just random stuff um but yeah so make sure y'all go check that out if y'all haven't seen it and if you have seen it what y'all think about the whole interview 
Um, all right, now we're gonna move into some music stuff. So, I want to talk about this topic that has been kind of, like, going around. If you're a part of, like, the female hip-hop, like, stan Twitter and, like, female hip-hop stan YouTube, which I am kind of, like, adjacent part of. So, I'd be knowing all this stuff and they'd be breaking the stuff down. I'd be watching the videos and stuff and be on Twitter and stuff um, a little bit. I don't do too much with Twitter, y'all, because this is a very toxic place, but a little bit. Or X, as they call it now. Or what it is called now. Um... But a topic was how all of the rap girlies are, like, coming out with new music. Um, Like, new, they've all released, like, new snippets. So, y'all know Nicki Minaj's album came out about a month or so ago now. And it has been real quiet since her album came out, like, as far as, like, other artists. Um, And a little bit before she dropped, it was, like, really, really quiet. And, you know, people always say, Nicki say herself, when Nicki dropped, or when Nikki's ready to drop, people go quiet. As soon as Nikki drop, people want to drop, you know, room. But you can take that however, however you take it. Like I said, if you're part of like that stand culture, then you know all that stuff. But all the girls have been releasing snippets. So like within the last week and a half, you've got new snippets from Meg, um, Meg the Stallion. You got a Cardi B snippet. This was like new year's i think she like did like a snippet of a song when she performed at a club that she had for new year's so um yeah that lotto released a new snippet ice spice sweetie jt and young miami so everybody is teasing new music so we're gonna really see like what actually comes out because y'all know people tease music all the time but never never release it so we'll see out of all these, I'm not going to say I'm, like, super excited for any of them. It's, like, like just, like, ooh, I just can't wait, you know. I'm not really, I'm not going to sit here and lie to y'all. I'm, like, I'm just super excited. But um, I do like um, Ice Spice's snippet. Um, I think it's just funny. Y'all know what I'm She said, what was it? Something, 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 something. You're not even a fart or something. Something crazy, y'all. It's kind of, it's catchy. It's catchy. Yeah, I can't even lie. It's catchy. Um, So, I mean, I want to hear that whole song, I guess. Um, And, yeah, I just want to see what people actually, like I said, what people actually release. And I kind of, like, get my thoughts on it from there. I don't really listen to a lot of, like, Meg's music, a lot of Cardi's music, um, a lot of Lotto's music either, really uh or young miami so those artists like obviously i know who they are i've listened to their stuff before but i can't sit here and say like i'm just one of those people that listen to them all the time because i don't but i don't even listen to ice spice all the time obviously she just kind of you know last year was like her big year so i've heard some of her songs and the collabs that she's done with nikki i've listened to those like those um i actually like sweetie's music and i know people some people are just like they don't really mess with sweetie's music but i actually like sweetie's music like she makes some catchy and has made some catchy songs but honestly i like sweetie's music better when she first started in, in the beginning like when she used to do basically before she really blew up and became like who she is now her music was a lot better to me um so I listen to that older stuff I'm not really into 
some of her new new stuff really um but we'll see like i said i like the old sweetie stuff like i used to watch her youtube series a couple years ago she used to do like the vlogs and stuff i wish she would do something like that again but i know people change in a different you know trajectory because i feel like people liked sweetie's personality and everything that she brought and i guess she's kind of gotten popular more popular and she's just not is some is not connecting with the people anymore unless you're like a super super sweetie fan like you're gonna you'd be like everything sweet makes i love but yeah but i like sweetie's music like i said she's made some good songs her first album i really really enjoyed um and some of her like stuff that she put out like i said before she was like who we know now is sweetie i've always liked sweetie's like just whole style and stuff so it's kind of sad to see her I don't say she fall fell off necessarily, but stuff is not is is not hitting the same. But you could say that for a lot of artists now. So people just gotta find their thing, and you know sometimes the artists come and go, and you can you know you can I don't know y'all. Well, like I said, go listen to her older stuff. I mean, her newer stuff isn't the it's not like the most horrible thing you've ever heard in your life. Like let's let's be honest here, but. I can see people, I've seen people's critiques and criticisms of her, um, music, um, but yeah, but I do like JT's stuff, like, I liked the City Girls when they first came out, and then they kind of, like, lost me somewhere, and I just kind of wasn't listening to them much anymore, but I'm really liking, like, JT's solo stuff that she's been doing like, No Bars is really good, I like that song, I like the song that she did uh, with Stunning Girl, which we're gonna get into Stunning Girl later. Um, and she released a snippet and it sounded really good. She, I think she released one snippet and then she released like another one. I don't remember if it's the same song or a different song, but I'm excited for her. I'm happy for her. And then Young Miami, as of recently, like this week, she released her own snippet of her own song. So we'll see kind of where everything falls and i'll just kind of give y'all my take on the stuff that i personally consume and listen to um but are y'all excited about you know the new music that's coming out from all the rap girls are y'all like you know are y'all excited at all who which artists are you excited for are you excited for all of them um yeah like i said we'll we'll see how things how things go and how things turn out um all right so next on to some new releases so Janae echo released a new song called sun like the sun outside slash sun like your son um so this is a song for her son if you know like Janae echo's like music you know like what type of music that she makes she's like makes like r&b soulful music i really love her her music like i'm a big janae echo fan i would love to see her in concert um someday i really really like her vibe she's just a me type of, like she's our vibes match our vibes match like that chill mellow type of music i mean i like all sorts of music but that chill mellow type of music is like really just truly my vibe you know i'm just a chill mellow person so i really like her and i also have a son too so i really enjoyed this song it was a beautiful song y'all you should go listen to it like this is not a song that you gonna like this is not like one of her songs that you just gonna keep playing over and over again but it's just a beautiful song that she wrote for her son and y'all know she does um 
not I wouldn't say a whole lot, but she's written music about like her daughter before and um what's that song? Her and her daughter have a song together, Sing to Me and what's that other song that she did? Is it called Promises? Promises, I think. That she wrote like about being a mom and stuff. So she does stuff like this. Um, you know, she her and Big Sean just had a son. May has it been a year yet? I'm not even sure it was been a year yet, but it was a beautiful song. I listened to it. I really liked it. Um, so y'all should definitely go check it out. It was a really, really good song. Um, next for new music, we have 21 Savage's new album, American Dream. Um, from what I've been hearing from other people, they seem to really like it. I'm not like the most biggest 21 Savage fan, so I haven't really listened to the entire thing, but I have listened to one song. Let me see if I can just find it to tell y'all what it is. It's the one with Brent Fias because everybody on TikTok and everywhere really, you know, was like hyping that song up. So I listened to that one in particular, but I haven't gotten to the rest of the album. What's it called? should have wore your bonnet and i just laughed at this song y'all at the title of this song um but yeah should have worn your bonnet is the song i listened to but yeah that's the only one that i um you know listen to that people have been saying is really good and people are liking red drum but this album has 15 tracks on it and he has features from Mariah the Scientist, Burner Boy, Metro Bloomin', Brent Fias, Emma Walker, um, Little Dirt, Travis Scott, Young Thug, Doja Cat. Um, so people seem to enjoy his album. Like I said, I haven't really gotten into the whole thing. I'm like I said, I'm not the most avid social I mean the avid twenty one savage listener. So I kinda just listen to the songs when I listen to them. But I do want to check out the other um songs on the album. Um, I want to see what the song with Doja Cat sounds like. People are liking that one as well from, you know, what I've seen. Um, and the one with Mariah the Scientist, I want to see what that one's like, because y'all know. Well, y'all don't know. If you're not on my YouTube channel, you don't know. But I really like Mariah the Scientist. Um, so, yeah. I think I talked about her in the first podcast episode of uh, artists that I want to see, like, release new music in 2024. So we'll see what music we get from Mariah in 2024. Um, but yeah, so his album, American Dream, which we're going to get into like his documentary thing that I think was just supposed to be a video. I'm confused, actually, but we'll talk about that um, in a little bit. So in other news for new music, Nicki Minaj re-released. Well, she yeah, she re-released pink friday 2 but it's the pluto edition and it featured a new song um with future called press play and i got to listen to the song and it's a pretty good song it's Nicki minaj and future they always make you know good music together um i gotta listen to it a few more times to be honest it's not like my most favorite song off of the album or the deluxe or like the re-releases of the album but it's a good song yeah, in itself it's featured in Nicki Minaj I think Nicki has a lot more music that she's probably gonna release um in the coming months and stuff so I think we should probably be on the lookout for that she's gonna it's gonna be more music from her um she said she she's got Roman ready ready to go so we'll see let's see 
how things kind of pan out the next couple months is he will get more music from Nikki and see if we'll get that, you know, Roman will come out of her. Um, but yeah, it's a solid song. Y'all know. She makes solid music. Solid song, solid, you know, not my most favorite song um off the album or not even my most favorite song uh her and future have done together. But it's a good song. Solid. So y'all should definitely go check that out as well. Um, let's see. So y'all, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, I was talking about JT and Sunday Girl song like that, and I really, really like that song a lot. Um, and I really like JT's part. But y'all, Sunday Girl has been in the news this week because she basically then went off on Sierra, y'all. Y'all know Sierra, like my goodie Sierra, one two step Sierra, Russell Wilson's wife Sierra, that's Sierra. So basically, apparently, Sunna Girl um, released a song that sampled goodies. And apparently, Sierra's team reached out to her and told her to take the song down because basically, she didn't get clearance to use the song. Um, And they told her to take it down. And she was upset. And I'm going to read to y'all the tweets that she tweeted, some of the tweets, because y'all know the language. Um, And I'm going to give y'all my take on the whole situation oops not y'all was hearing my um my reels all right y'all i'm trying to get to my stuff because i saved it on instagram because i was like i have to read this to y'all if y'all did not see it because she's deleted the tweets now so you can't go and like find them on her twitter or nothing like that so i am looking on the jasmine brand they posted it and basically um stunner girl says i literally hate when producers use samples these artists be acting like they made the beat but so many people that use that beat but at sierra she asked sierra's team writing me saying she personally contacted them about me but anytime i done used a beat that sample a sample by a white artist that was sampled by a white artist they don't care basically um then she says i literally hate one pretty okay that again and then somebody commented sierra got money to make from her music somehow sis she gotta make music hold on y'all my reading is all over the place so sunny girl has said what she said and then a user tweeted to her sierra gotta make money from her music somehow sis and stunner girl said she better go moonwalk through some venues and leave me the f alone then Another person commented to Sunny Girl and says, Wait, what I know, wait, what I know, Miss One Two Step, not tripping after all the girl code stuff she been preaching about. And then Sunny Girl said, That girl code stuff be fake. These old. <laughs> she didn't call Sierra a hub, y'all, but she didn't spell it right. H O S B hating. That was a lot. And first of all, y'all, people, listen. Now, I'm from an era. I am 26. I keep thinking I'm 27, but I'm not. I'm 26. And I'm from an era where um, we used to, like, use all different types of slang and stuff on Facebook and stuff and, like, Twitter and stuff. But that's, like, that was a trend. And ours was real bad. But sometimes people be typing, and I just be like, what are you trying to say? What are you saying? Like, let's just use the word so we can, you know, read this. But, anyway, my take on this whole Stunner Girl versus, well, not even, it's not versus Sierra, because Sierra ain't said nothing. But Stunner Girl basically 
coming after Sierra. I think it's crazy. And it is like, what in the world is going on? Like, one thing I have learned and observed and I've seen is that, like I was talking about in the last episode, people people's morals and values and stuff are different like everybody's morals values and stuff are different some people bring emotions into business while other people strictly keep stuff business so with that being said if you do not get a sample cleared from sierra and her team whether you say she produced a song or not if she got ownership in that song if she owns the rights to that song or whatever the case may be if the people say you cannot use the sample, you cannot use the sample. There's no, you can't go around, you can't go around it, you can't do nothing. Like, people have literally been to court sued for stuff like this. Y'all remember when Marvin Gaye's um, family, was it Marvin Gaye? Yeah, Marvin Gaye's family sued um, Robin Thicke for Blurred Lines and said that he basically used... I don't know if it was like a similar melody. It was something. I don't even remember if they won or not. But I don't know what I forgot what came out of that. That was so long ago. But I'm saying like this is real stuff. Like people get sued all the time for copyright infringement. It's copyright infringement. That's what it is. It's copyright infringement. So you cannot just think that because Sierra is this artist and sh- and you sample stuff from other artists and and white artists and they didn't say nothing about it that means that sierra and her team can't say nothing about it no that's no 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 no. that's not how they things work some people some artists will give you a pass and be like oh she's an up up and coming artist like i'm just gonna give her a pass boom 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 whatever and then some people don't operate like that some people operate on business and some people operate on principles so with that being said if if they say you cannot use song, you cannot use song. You can't get mad at that because literally it's copyright infringement. Copyright infringement. Like, I don't think people be realizing that this stuff is actually real and you can get actually sued for this stuff. Now, if she would have took you to court, that'd have been a whole different thing. Luckily, all she did was actually take it down and I think they striked it and it came down immediately, obviously. So, all of that, I don't think. And then I don't think it went the way she thought it was going to go. I think she thought people was going to be more on her side. When Sierra is probably one of the most unproblematic artists. She is very, very talented. And she has a lot of respect. So people are really not going to be going up against her. And be like, yeah, she shouldn't have did this. No, that's business. Like I said, everybody's morals and principles are not the same. Some artists might not care. Other artists do care. And then, if especially if artists are making money off this. Like, you're not going to use my song right use the sample of my song that i did not clear or my team did not clear and you making money off of it and i'm not making a dime off of it like when artists clear samples for other artists or for think about this when artists clear samples for other artists when artists clear for their song to be featured in different commercials and movies all that stuff they're getting paid from that. They're not just saying, oh, yeah, you can use the song for free. No, most artists are getting paid because especially if you don't actively make music like that or you're not actively doing stuff like that, this is how some people get their bread and butter. When people say the bread and butter, like this is people's livelihood we're talking about here. And regardless if people think Sierra don't need it because she got a husband, that don't, mean, that don't matter. That's her song, her team. 
And it probably ain't just Sierra that own parts of that song. It's so many people's hands in all of this stuff. And people will actually be surprised how many people actually own parts of song, people, artists, songs. Like, everybody has to eat. So, if even if it doesn't directly affect Sierra's pockets that much, the producer, you know, a part of it, other writers or whoever owns any parts of that song in any capacity, you're using it, the beat, whatever. And they're not getting paid from it? Absolutely not. No. And then people was like, what Stunner Girl was even talking about in the song, it don't even, like, Goodies was like, they said Goodies was like, obviously when Goodies came out, I was super young, so I just know the song and the lyrics, but I don't really know, like, the deep meaning of it. Because at the time, I was not thinking about that. Like, but they were just talking about, like, I think the song is more empowering, more, you know, then Stunner Girl song, because Stunner Girl was talking about all sorts of stuff. Y'all, if you listen to Stunner Girl's music, then you know how she raps and how she is. So, yeah. So, I really do like Stunner Girl, um, and I like a couple of her songs. And it's just sad that she had to, like, do that. I hate when artists do stuff like this because it just puts unnecessary targets on your back for no reason. And I'm a firm believer and I feel like there's ways that you do things. And sometimes we as humans act off emotion, which is perfectly fine. Because sometimes you're going to act off emotion. Sometimes you're going to go off of people. And sometimes you're going to regret it or maybe it's not the right decision. I get that. That's We're human. Stuff is going to happen sometimes. But people have got to be a little bit more smarter about how they move. Because you never know how one thing can mess up so many opportunities for you. You know what I'm saying? Like... It don't even got to be necessarily opportunity with working with, maybe even working with Sierra in the future. But it could be opportunities of just other people see how you move and how you move and how you do business. Like, it's one thing if you got clear for it and all this stuff and maybe there was a miscommunication somewhere. And even if you didn't, even if you didn't get it clear and they told you to take it down and you never would have brought it to the internet, nobody would ever know and you wouldn't have this attention on you. Now people see you as somebody that don't follow the rules and even though people do not like to acknowledge this in anything that you do in any field in any type of industry that you have there is codes and there is rules to things even if the rules and the codes are not necessarily the most the best (laughs) rules and the best codes and you might feel a way about certain things but if you are one of those people that want to be in said industries and said things certain things you have to abide by if you want to be in those spaces like that's with anything it's rules you can't just go out here and do stuff and i think there's no consequences for your actions i just wish people had better pr teams and i wish that people just moved a little bit differently because people be messing up so many opportunities for themselves and i'm also a firm believer what is for you is for you and the things that God has for you is for you. But at the same time, you can mess up the opportunities. Everybody has done it before. Like, it's not like Stunning Girl is like the only artist that's done stuff like this. But I just wish she didn't do it. And then coming after Sierra, and then Sierra hasn't even said anything. And it was just like the principle. Like, like I said, some people stand on principles and, and principles and their morals. Everybody's morals is different. Maybe if an artist sample one of Stunning Girl songs, Maybe she wouldn't have had a problem with it. She'd be like, oh, this is an up-and-coming artist. I'm going to let them go. But somebody else be like, no, it's business. 
it's strictly business. Some people are strictly business, unfortunately. Like, you got to just know that. Like, you have to realize people move a certain way. That's how they move. You can't get mad at how people move. That's how they move. So, if you know people move a certain way, then you know how to change up how you moving with said people. So, maybe in the future, Stone Girl, just get the sample clear so you can release your song and there'll be no problems. And that's all I'm going to say on that. What do y'all feel? Do y'all feel like Sunday Girl was in the wrong for coming after Sierra? Um, And then, before we end this part, but... And then she goes to her to moonwalk across the stage. That's crazy. Like, you... That was so unwarranted. It really was. But what do y'all think um, about Stunner Girl coming after Sierra? Do y'all think that she was right? What would y'all have done if y'all was, you know, in this situation? If you were Stunner Girl or if you were Sierra? Um, comment below. Let me know. Because... Listen, like I said, business is business, unfortunately, for some people. All right, Um, next, we're going to talk about the YSL trial updates. Y'all know last week I talked about um one of Young Thug's previous, previous co-defendants, I believe. Um, I keep forgetting his name, y'all. Let me see if I can find it. But anyway, he was back on the stand this week. and. As always, the trial has been going viral for a few things this week. One of the things was um, the previous co-defendant. I'm trying to figure out what his name is. I don't ever put his name in the stuff. But if y'all look up the YSL trial, y'all know who exactly I'm talking about. Because there's only one person that's been on the stand here lately um, that's been viral like this. So, basically, the prosecution is trying to connect the dots and try to paint this picture of YSL being this gang and all all these things. They're trying to use different things to paint this picture. Now the problem is it's not a problem, but the problem is the things that they're trying to use and that they're bringing into court has caught a lot of people's attention because of how funny it is and how hilarious it is. And this makes people not take this trial seriously or makes people not take the prosecution seriously because they, like I said, his previous co-defendant is on the, on the stand, and they are asking him about LeBron James, and they're, like, showing him this clip of LeBron doing handshakes with a player, I don't know what player it is, and he, like, wiped under his nose or whatever, and they were trying to say, like, I'm looking at the video now, so I'm trying to describe it to y'all if y'all haven't seen it, but they're basically just trying to say that like LeBron is saying like slime or something something. They just trying to like I said, they're trying to connect this picture and make all these things make sense. So they asked him, um they asked him what uh what what did he think of that or like what does he see? And he was like, LeBron has different handshakes for all the players and then they're asking him, like, so what what do you see here? What is he doing here? Um have you seen when LeBron like did the handshake and wipe his nose and said slime or something, something, something? And he was like, I mean, yeah, he might have done that. Like, it's the fact that first of all, we're talking about LeBron James, right? And this is a freaking Young Thug trial, YSL trial, and we're talking about LeBron James and what y'all think he did or what y'all was trying to insinuate that he did. 
Like, how LeBron get into this? When I saw this, I was like, they're going to they, they gonna use everything they can find to prove their case, which you're supposed to do, but darn, it's like, come on now. Like, the comments on this thing is just, it's just crazy. Like, it's like, Bron, is there somebody said, Bron really not safe nowhere? Um, and I think, well, I think that it actually might have been the defense. I don't know if it was the, the defense or the prosecution that was trying to use this, but the whole thing is comical in itself because, like I said, they're trying to paint a picture that. So the prosecution is trying to paint this picture that these things are related to the YSL gang and all this other stuff. And then the defense is trying to basically the said same things that the prosecution is using. They're saying, like, this is not that, right? So, remember I told y'all last weekend when he was, they was asking him about, like, the red and his tattoo. And he was like, oh, it looks good on my skin. Or when they was like, thug, he's truly humble on the God. Now, that one, I have heard that before, that thug means truly humble on the God. I don't know where. I feel like Young Thug said it back in the day or something, but I've heard it. Um, So, basically, now that I'm reading the comments a little bit more, I read some through the comments somewhat. They're trying to just basically say that the handshake isn't gang affiliated and people like do it, but that can kind of go two ways. Like you can kind of say like that, oh, it's not a gang because like LeBron's doing it and LeBron's not in the gang, or the prosecution can use that and be like, well, this is an influence from somewhere, you know, affiliated with you know YSL. So it's just it's just insane, honestly. Um. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. We're going to see how this go. Like, I'm still kind of just don't really know how it's going to flow and how it's going to go and what's going to happen. Um, But another thing that went viral from the same court case um, is them playing lifestyle in court. And y'all know we are living in the most unserious time of people. And, you know, my generation is like the new adults. And... We don't take nothing seriously. So they're playing lifestyle in court to try and prove, like I said, they're trying to paint a picture and prove something. So I'm thinking about the lyrics of lifestyle. I'm like, what in this song can be incriminating? Because I don't remember that song being like that for real. And then someone was like, we don't even understand half the words Young Thug said in the song. Uh, But they were playing lifestyle. And I'm not sure if, I'm assuming that the like, the court and the lawyers and judge and all that stuff you can't like bob out to the song basically in the courtroom so everybody's like the song is playing just imagine you sitting here and if you know lifestyle you know the songs and you know the lyrics and it's blasting it's blaring and you have to stare with no reaction that's what they was doing like it was hilarious to watch y'all it was hilarious to watch but people on twitter have been so unserious they've been making videos about them how they would have been if they was in court listening to lifestyle like it's so serious like it's so unserious like this whole case i mean it's a serious case yes like in the grand scheme of stuff but i'm talking about the way that it's going is so unserious i have never seen a case play out like this and like that's why i'm still like on the fence y'all i don't know if he's gonna actually like get convicted of anything because now i'm confused what what did he do what did he do what did he do please let me know because i'm actually very confused now and it's just like this this whole time this case has been 
all over the place. So just free him because y'all are just at this point, y'all are just I don't know. Like it's it's very comical. Like this is so unserious, very funny. And I don't even know where we go from here. Um the trial is still going on, so we'll see what happens. I don't know how much longer this is gonna take. And I don't know what's gonna come out of this. On both sides, from what I've seen, they have both made good, I guess, points in certain things. Um, so it's really up to the jury to see how they decide and what they do. Um so yeah, um I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. I don't wanna see him go down because I like young bud. It seemed like he was getting, you know, just not comfortable but like he was you know he had artists and stuff like he was really getting to getting into something building his empire and stuff and to see him go down like this is is just it came out the blue for us the public and yeah so for him because i don't know what they got going on in that courtroom (laughs) um but yeah so let's see now my camera keep like Blurring out. I'm trying to get y'all the content. Okay. Um. So now I want to go into a couple of things that I have been watching, and a couple of my takes on some of the stuff that has been popular, um, here in the last couple weeks. So first, starting off, what I'm currently watching. So right now, well, first, I just finished Power Force. Um. Is it book five? Is it book five? Cause no, book four. Book four, and it is so much better than I thought it was going to be. I told y'all in the first pod that that was something that I've watched in like one of my favorite stuff shows of twenty twenty three, and I watched it when it first came out, like the first episode. But I wasn't feeling it, so I waited a while until like the end of basically last year to start watching it so i finished the first season and i literally just finished the second season which came out at the end of last year um yesterday and let me tell y'all i'm ready for season three they did that all of all of the power universe is amazing and good and i'm a big fan a huge fan of it but i'm really really excited for bmf to come back out which that's coming out in march Abbott Elementary is coming back in February, which I I didn't talk about them in my other video about one of the shows I really, really like. But I really like Abbott Elementary. They're coming back in February. And then we got uh, Ghost Book 2. I think that's either going to come. I think the way that their schedule goes, I believe they are going to come out after, sometime after BMF when they start, maybe. So maybe March, April will get get um power book two which i'm excited about because last season ended i gotta see what's going on i have to see what's going on like it's so good if y'all not into power y'all need to get into power first you need to if you you're new to the whole power universe the first thing that you need to do you have to watch the original power all of the seasons all six seasons of original power please watch it because if you don't all this stuff ain't gonna make sense after you watch the original power then you can go to power book two right then you can go to a uh, force and you can watch raising canon in in between in between but watch power the original power first so 
Brazen Canaan also is on, which I am watching too. I did not watch the episode from Friday because I like to let my episodes build up. So I'll probably watch it this Friday um, so I can have two episodes to watch. And I got stars, y'all. So I begin the episodes as soon as 12 o'clock hit. Um, so yeah, don't spoil, don't spoil the, the, the new episode for me, y'all. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. I might watch it before Friday, but I don't know. But that's another show that I have been really watching. Like I said, I'm just in love with the whole power universe. So currently, currently, it's Raising Canaan that's on like my little my little watch in my rotation. And then I just started watching the show called The Bear. And the reason why I started watching this is because I was listening. Well, I was watching to the Joe Budden podcast. Watching the Joe Budden podcast. And they were talking about... um like the golden globes and who won golden globes and all that stuff and they mentioned the show the bear and i had seen it on hulu but i really didn't know what it was like i didn't know nothing about it but they said it was really good and stuff so i was like okay let me i'm trying to like find new stuff because right now we kind of in like a little drought i know it was the writer track and stuff so stuff is just now starting to like be released and starting to come out like it's supposed to so yeah, so I started watching that. I'm on episode three, I think, and it has two seasons, so I really like that show. And then I started watching the act um, that's supposed to be, like, the Gypsy Rose story, because y'all know Gypsy Rose just got released in December, and people have had, like, mixed emotions about her being released and, like, her press to run and everything she has going on so I was like let me tune into the actual like I want to first see the actual you know show and maybe get into some of the documentaries that have been out about it um because while it was happening I was fresh out of high school and I was in college and I was not thinking about nothing like that at all like I remember it like a little bit people talking about it but I was in my little college town doing my little college thing not even worried about that um so yeah I've been watching that I'm only watched the first episode so far I just watched it yesterday so we'll see I just think the whole thing is interesting and like I've been listening to people's takes on how they feel about her being released because she got released I think December 28th I think that's what another girl said when i was watching her video um so basically she has just been like all over the place like she's been doing interviews she's been on podcasts and all these things and people are kind of like they feel a way about it because it's like she's like this influencer this celebrity and like the reason why she's such an influencer and like a celebrity is because she like has something to do with her mom you know being I don't want to say the word because I don't want to get you know flat or get you know but she she had her mom unalive so um was a part of that um well it ain't really a conspiracy is it well because it's the no well it happened so she was involved in that so people are kind of like it's weird that she's such like a celebrity and viewed in such a light for that um and some people was like no like she's been through so much and her story needs to be told and yada 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 so i'm just like i'm mixed feelings about it because it is a little weird to me just a little bit because she's like being celebrated in a way and 
the man that you know or was her boyfriend when all the things went down he's like he has a life and she got i think she got i was literally looking at TikTok today i think she had got 10 years and then she was eligible for parole in eight which last year will be eight years first so she basically got paroled so um so people are just like weird and acting like well why is he still in there and she's not and it's it, people just have all these takes on it and to me right now i'm just cool like i'm i'm like i don't really know yet i'm not gonna really try to judge it yet i can definitely see where people are coming from though in a sense because it is a little eerie and it's a little it's a little weird to a certain extent how she's being celebrated but i do know that she did go through a lot of trauma and a lot of stuff and her, her whole story is just insane and crazy how her mom was and like the show i'm on episode one but i can just really act it's it's good like it's really good so you know obviously some stuff is like for the show is like you know dramatized a bit much but still it's a lot so she's been through a lot so i don't know i don't know and then lamar odom just announced like to her that he would pay for her to have her whole teeth redone because it was like a whole thing with her teeth and her mom and it, it y'all y'all have to really get into it and do more research on her and like get deep into her story and look at the documentaries and all this stuff but she got married in prison or whatever so her husband has been with her on this little press tour that she's doing she's been on the view y'all she's been on good morning america she was on somebody's podcast i forgot but she's been doing a lot of press and people are just they have mixed feelings about it and even people that was championing for her to be released have mixed feelings about it because they didn't think that she would come out of prison and do stuff like this and then i guess people's from what I've heard and seen and stuff, people's little, like, I don't know the word, little, they look at her a little sideways because because of her upbringing and how her mom kind of, like, manipulated her in a way and manipulated all the people around them. They feel like she's putting on a performance. And I definitely can see why people think that. We don't really know what is to be true and what is to not be true. Um, but when you raised in an environment like that, if you you know how to manipulate people and you've done it. And even if it wasn't just your doing or you wanted to do it like you kinda were under pressure and force, you can you still have the ability to do so. Um, so there's been a lot of think pieces on Gypsy Rose. But I wish everybody well. So we'll see what comes of this, how things continue to play out and go. I think she has a reality show. Or something coming out on Lifetime, I think. Um, so we'll have to just see how things pan out for for her. All right. Uh, next, I wanted to talk real quick about Jonathan Majors and the whole debacle with him, which is actually really sad. Um, if y'all don't know, Jonathan Majors is a actor. He has been in Creed three. Is it Creed three or Creed four? Creed 3, he has been in uh, Marvel. He played Kong. Is it Kong or Kang? I think it's Kang. Kong? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Kang in Marvel, um, in the Marvel Universe. Y'all have his camera. And then he um, has been in a lot of other stuff like Lovecraft Country. He's been in The Five Bloods. 
um that was on netflix that was really good crazy movie did not think it was gonna be like it was <laughs> it was a really good movie the five but check it out on netflix um it's by spike lee um what else was he in i don't remember y'all i don't remember what else he was in but he's been in um quite a bit of things he was basically like an upcoming kind of an upcoming actor like he was getting a lot of recognition and unfortunately he caught a case with his ex-girlfriend like some domestic violence stuff and whatever the case may be he went through the whole entire trial and everything he didn't really get while he was going through trial he didn't get fired from any jobs or anything like that but after the trial he did get convicted of two of the lesser counts of the you know of the charges he was charged with but it wasn't like the most like hefty like the hefty charges just like the smaller charges the low-key charges they're not low-key charges but the lesser of the two of the four charges he got two of the lesser of the four so i think they're misdemeanors and he has to go back to court sometime or another but they said it only carries up to like a year in jail which people think that he probably will not even receive um with all that being said people had mixed feelings about the case but this is the first time i think i've seen more people on his side like on the person's side because if y'all not familiar with the case y'all gotta really get into the case i'm not gonna really spill all about the case here but a lot was with that case and it's, it's a lot there and Currently, he's with Megan Good right now, but people think that's just, like, publicity. I don't know. I don't know. All I know is he is a great actor, and I hate that this is happening to him like this at such a, like, height of his career because he was he was Marvel's next villain. Like, he was Marvel's next guy. Like, the next phase of Marvel was going to be involved him. But, unfortunately, Marvel, Disney fired him. And then he got dropped from a movie that he was doing called The Magazine. Hold on. I'm going to tell you the exact title of this movie. Um, Magazine Dreams. I think that was the one about... Was that the Dennis Rodman one? Or that, was that the one with the bodybuilder i'm not sure but he was supposed to do one about a bodybuilder which it might be the magazine dreams but and he was supposed to do the dennis robin one basically he's losing some of his jobs that he's had um like i said he was in such like he's such a great actor he was such in these big big roles that he had continued like he was getting he was booked and dizzy booked and busy people were saying like he is the next big thing like he is it people are saying that in that creed 3 movie he did better than michael b jordan and i would have to agree john the majors is such a good actor i i don't know him personally so i cannot speak on his personal life his personal actions and all that stuff can't speak on that don't know that man acting one of the prob i think one of the greatest black actors coming out of this like generation like one of the best like absolutely one one a hundred percent one of the best there are a lot of good black actors out there right now in this era especially but y'all know how it is with black actors and just black people in general black actors black writers black all this it's not a lot that get not the camera 
it's not a lot that get a lot of these big opportunities. So Jonathan Majors was one of those kind of, I don't want to compare him to Denzel, but he was like on that Denzel track. Y'all know Denzel got 50 11 movies, 50 11 things. Denzel is beloved by black, white, all that. Jonathan Majors was like on that track, like kind of the same wave as Michael B. Jordan, but I'm saying y'all, his range is absolutely incredible and i hate that this is happening to him um people's argument is because he got charged with the lesser charges and because there are so many white actors um white producers all these just people that are not black that have done more heinous things have gotten charged with more heinous things have been put in jail have did all these things that they don't get the same treatment, which is definitely true. Like, it's just, you gotta call it what it is. It is true. They get to keep their jobs. They keep get to keep doing what they're doing. They keep to, they get to keep doing everything. They, they don't lose their job. They don't lose this. But Jonathan Majors did something, maybe not what pe- people consider not as bad or, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot that goes into all of it, honestly. Like, it's a lot of ins and outs with the case and, whatever regardless of how you feel i don't like to see people's downfalls like this like crumble because it could be anybody this type of stuff not his particular case but stuff like this can happen to anybody literally anybody and i'm just not the type of person to be like praying on people's downfall and like rubbing stuff in people's face because i just don't believe in stuff like that like not like that like it's a way to let people take responsibilities for their actions and keep it moving keep it positive but when you are like constantly trying to throw something in somebody's face and use I don't like stuff like that but what I will say or the argument is that I've seen is do you guys think that Jonathan Majors will bounce back and I think yes and a lot of other people that I have listened to or heard their commentary on think yes everybody thinks and I also think as well that he's it's gonna take some time for him to get back because he's such an amazing talent like he's talented he is that talented that's why people are just like all right now y'all all right all right there's so many people in hollywood that have charges on them misdemeanors domestic stuff that none of that is right and it doesn't make it right or make the person just like an angel and a saint but that's the thing like everybody's not an angel and a saint there's plenty of people out here that have these charges and have stuff on them that is more severe than Jonathan Majors but they get to keep their job that's people's argument I'm just telling y'all what the people are saying people's arguments people are saying so I do think that he will bounce back I think it's gonna take some time I think that he's gonna get roles everybody isn't the same way people some people do not write you off as quick as others um and i get why people will write you off it's business like i say y'all business is business um and everybody's morality is different everybody's values is different people are like you got charged you get it that's it some people would want to give you a chance i feel like somebody's gonna give him a chance i feel like he's gonna work and i feel like he's gonna get roles that maybe are not the roles that he thought he was gonna have and have to do um, in order to get kind of back, I'm not, I don't want to say in the good graces, but get back. And I think his talent is going to speak for itself. So I do think he's going to bounce back. I think it's going to take some time, but I do think he's going to bounce back. Like I said, I've never kind of seen the public 
be on someone's side as much as Jonathan Majors, especially in this climate. So I thought that was just interesting. And I think people, like I said, y'all got to really get into the case and the specifics of the case and how it went down. It's really not what it seems like if you don't know the case or wasn't following the case. Because when you hear of, like, domestic violence and assault and all that stuff, you think the worst. But this case is, it, it it's it's another one of them cases that's, you know, it could have went either way, honestly. It could have really went either way. And I was actually, I wasn't surprised that he got charged. Like I said, it could have went either way. But I am surprised he got the lesser charges. Um, I thought if he would have got charged, it was going to be the more severe. But he got the lesser charges that are only misdemeanor. They're not even felonies. Um, so that tells you everything you need to know right there. But I don't know if he's going to end up appealing. I don't know. I don't know that. But I do think that he will bounce back eventually. Eventually. But yeah, people love Jonathan Majors, y'all. So we'll see what happens. I will definitely be following it. And if Jonathan Majors is in something, I'm going to watch it. So there's that. There's that. All right, y'all. So the last thing that I want to talk about real quick is Yasin Bay. And if y'all don't know who Yasin Bay is, y'all might know him as Most Def. Um, which I still call him Most Def, but he wants to be called be like go by his name, which is Yasin Bay or Yasin Bay. I think it's Yasin Bay. Um, basically, he was on a podcast. I think. That, let me see. Let me get that podcast thing for y'all so y'all can go check it out because I don't want to watch the whole interview. But he went to the um podcast, The Cutting Room Floor. And I think from what I can see, it's like a fashion podcast. Um, so yeah. So in the podcast, the podcaster basically asked him, um, was drake hip-hop does he consider drake hip-hop and before he answered he took like the longest sigh and the look on his face was like like why are you asking me this he even said like why 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 you have to ask me this and basically he said that drake is pop to him and he compares drake's music to like music that you shop with (laughs) like when you be in target or something music that plays on that so basically he doesn't consider Drake hip hop, which, you know, I can see why he, you he would say that. Um, but this went viral this week as well, and surprisingly, a lot of people were on his side with his take, saying that Drake is pop. Now, me being I'm not gonna say like I'm just like this hip hop head and I know every artist everything every lyrics i don't always listen to super lyrical content but i do like that lyrical content but i am one of those people that know the people that came before this new generation of artists the people that built the foundation the people that made a lot of sacrifices the people that didn't make as much money as rappers do now for the culture and for the hip-hop genre so i'm obviously i'm familiar with most of um and in his music and his act he's a great actor like he needs to act more um but being from from him well i'm I'm gonna try to say his act like his name he wants to go by yasin bay 
him being who he is and the contributions he's made to hip-hop and the type of arts that he is, I see why he would say something like so. A lot of people, you'll be surprised, a lot of people don't consider Drake a real hip-hop because of the type of music that he makes. And, of course, I like Drake just like everybody else. I got... One of his one of his albums is right behind me. If you if you're watching, you can see. So I love Drake. I like Drake. Okay, I like Drake's music. I literally grew up listening to Drake in my like teen years, my teen years all through college, and even some now, somewhat now, it has been Drake. So he's been around for a while. He's definitely made contributions and everything. But I definitely can see why. Yasin feels that way being that he's a super lyrical hip-hop artist and what he brought to the culture and how things was when he was you know boom boom and then people considering Drake one of the best hip-hop artists of all time and you know some people are some people consider if you're not a rapper for real if you're not like lyrical lyrical for real now Drake can be very lyrical he has songs that are very lyrical, but Drake also does a lot of pop songs. And he has a lot of, you know, a lot of things, a lot of different types of music and a different lanes that he stepped into. But I definitely can see Yasin's point of view and why he feels that way. And you'll be surprised a lot of people feel that way about Drake in particular. Um, and a lot of other artists, they feel that way, especially because Drake is considered, y'all know last year Billboard did their top 50 rappers. And I believe Drake was number eight, maybe. He was he was eight, I think he was eight. Um, but you have rappers like you know Yasin, aka Most Deaf, and you have rappers like I'm trying to see like who I don't even know if they put Most Deaf on that list anyway. But like people like Black thought like people that are like like Benny the Butcher people that are more give you more of that lyrical content and that like true true hip-hop true true rap like that do this for real they're not pop they're not they're not they don't do that they rap strictly why they would feel a way that you're saying that Drake who does a lot a lot a lot of popular music pop songs is considered one of the greatest rappers you know so I can see it from that point of view, absolutely. And I don't think that he's wrong in his opinion. Like I said, it's most deaf, y'all. He comes from a different era. He's a different type of rapper. He's a different type of person. So I can definitely see why. Because Loki, if I was a person like most deaf or like older rappers, older lyrical rappers, I would think the same way because it's kind of like they praise Drake and put Drake up here on this pedestal, which he deserves recognition as well. He's a great artist too. And it's like, it diminishes, in a sense, more of the lyrical artists, the artists that are very, you know, boo boo boo. Like even in the top ten, on the top ten of their Billboard Hot 100, top fifty, right? You have Jay Z's number one, I believe. Was Eminem number two? Who was number two, y'all? Who was number two? Was it Kendrick? I think it was Kendrick, right? And Kendrick, for example, Kendrick is a super lyrical artist as well, and he doesn't make, he has, he has, he doesn't make as much pop music and popular music and different genre music as Drake, but he definitely has a flair of that in there, but Kendrick mostly just raps, like, for real, for real, just be rapping, rap. 
So you got like your in that top ten, you got you know your Jersey's, your Nas's, your Kendricks, your you know that, and then you got like your Little Wayne, your Snoop Dogg, and then you got like Nicki Minaj. Like you you have those type of different artists in there that mostly rap rap for real. And then you have somebody like Drake that can rap, rap, and can be lyrical. But he also, his most famous songs and his most biggest songs are more popish. So I can, it's like, I can see why that is a thought. So I definitely get his take. I don't really have a problem with his take because I 100% get it. Like, I 100% understand. But he said... When he said Drake's music is like shopping music, like the stuff that you hear at the store, like them songs you hear at the store, like when you're shopping, you know, like those pop songs that were like super, super popular and were like number one on Billboard number or in the top 10. And they were just popular for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and, weeks and just were all over the place. And now they're just like all over the radio. That's what he basically is comparing it to. So coming from a real, real like lyricist, like a real, real, like a real, real pioneer, a real, real, like hip hop person. Yasin is very, very qualified one to speak on that and to say that. And I get it. Like, like I said, a lot of people did not disagree. So y'all know a lot of people haven't really been feeling Drake anyway. These last couple album releases, um, they want him to get back to what he was when he first started before he quote unquote like went pop or went mainstream. Um, so yeah, y'all have to go watch the clip. Like I said, go to the cutting room floor. Um, and if you go to um her TikTok, you can see different clips when he's like talking about stuff. But yeah, that cracked me up, y'all, because he was like, Why y'all made me do this? Like he didn't even want to speak on it. I'm interested to see if Drake responds. In any way, y'all know how Drake do. Sometimes y'all know him and Joe Budden have gotten to it and all this stuff. And we're gonna see if he actually responds to him. Um, I do not think Drake will actually respond. Um, maybe if he releases some music soon, which I think he didn't release enough. I think we need a Drake break, to be honest with you. Drake constant releases. So whenever he does release, which I know he probably will at some point this year, he might touch on it or say something like y'all know how he do. Um, so, yes, and I'm also interested to see other people's takes on what y'all seen said. Like, y'all know, you know, this is, the like, the start of the week, so I'm filming this on Monday, actually, so I'm a little late filming, and once the other, like, podcasts come out and people start really putting their think pieces about the situation, I want to see how, like, how other people think about it and how it grows but from from what i've seen from the comments i've seen from just everything i've seen so far everybody is almost upside and they don't really have anything bad to say about his take because they know he knows what he's talking about like they know he knows what he's talking about don't come for him don't come for him he's really unproblematic he got asked a question and he answered it so i want to know what y'all take is on that y'all think that yasin bay aka most deaf was right about drake when he said that Drake is not necessarily hip hop, he's more pop. He's a pop artist. How do y'all feel? Do y'all feel like Drake is a pop artist? Do y'all consider him a hip hop artist? Do y'all consider him like some sort of hybrid artist? I personally will say hybrid artist because 
I think in order to be a true hip hop artist, that means that mostly all of your songs are most more hip hop and more rappy and rap rap for real for real. And then you might sprinkle some pop realer stuff, like some commercial stuff in the mix. But Drake has a lot of commercial stuff, so I can see why he said that. Um, but that's why I consider Drake. Like I consider him just I like to call people that are multi-genre, multi-genre people. I just like to say that they're artists. Like, I just like to use the term strictly artists instead of like, oh, hip-hop artists, it's artists, it's artists. Because there's a lot of, not a lot, actually, a few artists that are multi-genre. I don't even, that's a word. I don't even know if I'm saying it's right. Multi-genre, they span across multiple genres, so... I don't consider them one or the other because they do a lot in each of the genre. And Drake does a lot. He does your rappy stuff. He does your more pop stuff. Y'all know he does his little, like, Jamaican Island-esque vibe that he does. So, yeah. Like I said, I'm interested to see if Drake is going to respond um, in any way. I don't think what um, Yassine said was wrong that's his opinion his take what he sees i definitely can see where he's coming from um i do not like i said i don't think drake is gonna respond if he does he's gonna do it in a song and he's gonna do it in like a clever way like a drake way um but i can't really see him see him just like coming out and just responding to him like trying to diss him i don't think that would be great thing to do um because a lot of people love most death and he's really unproblematic in a sense so yeah so comment below like i said what do y'all think about that whole situation um so yeah y'all that is all i have this episode is a little bit longer than i thought it was gonna be but i told y'all we had a lot to get into this week and we gotta see what this next week is gonna bring y'all like today's monday it's been sort of a slow day it ain't really been too much popping off um as of yet so we'll see how the week progresses we'll see if i have any updates for you guys on any of the things that i talk about in this episode um so yeah like i said make sure you guys like comment and subscribe if you are watching this on youtube and make sure if you are listening to me that you are following the podcast you leave us a rating you know follow us on subscribe to us on our youtube channel which is denny price tv if you would like to see the visuals of the episode and yeah and also if you like this type of musical content just if you like little like documentaries and if you like just the call if you're into the culture hip-hop culture music culture black culture all that make sure you subscribe to my channel because i have a lot of nice well thought great content coming out that I want to share with y'all, and I want to make sure make sure that y'all are you know over there so y'all can get that content when it comes out. Y'all can be the first ones to know. So again, it's Denny Price TV. If you would like to see the visuals of the podcast episodes and check out any other content that I have on that channel. So yes, thank you guys for watching this episode, and tune in next week for all the shenanigans. Okay, bye y'all.